Hello to all those groovy ghosts and far-out ghouls in podcast land. To the Roy H. Pomeroy Halloween Spooktacular 1982. I'm your creepy co-host, Vincent Price. And now, the man we've all been dying to meet, Roy H. Pomeroy. <laughs> I thank you for that, Vincent Price. Yeah. We have a frightfully good show for you folks this year. Later on in the spooktacular, I'll be trying a devilish Halloween drink, blood, which is simply one part Hawaiian punch and one part fake blood. It's a far-out party beverage you can make at home. And guess what, Vincent Price? What's that? Our musical guest this year is none other than the Duke of Darkness himself, Michael McDonald. Mm-hmm. Give it up for Michael McDonald. I don't think so. Michael McDonald is here, Vincent. Give it up. Oh, must I really? I'm afraid I must insist. No, I, I mustn't. You must. Very well. I hereby give it up for Michael McDonald. Tremendous. We will also be summoning a spirit from beyond the graveyard. But first, I am holding in my hand mm-hmm. the top 10 Halloween costumes for 1982. We're going to start with number 10. All right. You care to hazard a guess on number 10, Vincent Press? Um, uh, let's see. Ghost? You got it. You know it. Did you read these before? I guess you could say a little raven told me so. <laughs> ghost. A ghost. Ghost. A ghost. It's a classic. Damn straight it is. All you need is a... Oh, my stars. What the devil? Hold on, everybody. Who doused the lights? That's a good question. Who did douse the lights? I can't see my spooky hand in front of my face. Shouldn't the emergency generators have kicked on automatically? Yeah, they should have, unless the circuit blew. Let me try the manual remote starter. A fine idea, young man. And why don't you go ahead and report back when you know the status of those generators? Okay, here goes nothing. Yeah, we got power. What a relief. Splendid. Okay, so because the generators are on, the studio is in emergency mode. Henry, you must turn off this Michael Jackson's rap times music, please. Can't hear myself concentrate. Okay, geez. All right. And we were just getting to the good part. All right. So what does this power situation mean for us right now? Well, some systems are offline. All right. That's to be expected. The vending machine's down. Right. The vending machine is down. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, are we free to come and go as we please? We're not locked in here, are we? Well, in the event of a power loss, the building goes into a lockdown mode. Well, surely you're not saying we're trapped in here for all time, are you? Oh, Vincent Price, I'm sure we're not trapped in here for all time and doomed. We're not doomed, are we, Henry? Um, I didn't say we were doomed. Henry, I believe I recall a three-ring binder for the security system. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Uh, check on top of your filing cabinet, please. Did you find it? Okay, I've got the manual. Tremendous. Thank you for purchasing the Apocalypse 2000 Anti-Siege Security System, the island nation of California's best security system. Oh, that sounds quite expensive to the wallet and purse. You got that right, Vincent Price. We had a $4 million construction budget for the renovations. All we had to do was stay on the footprint of the original construction floor plans. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, we were free to soup up the building as we saw fit, and good golly, Miss Molly, we did. Okay, when power loss is detected, 
Two inch thick steel doors slide and lock on all exits. Right. Also, every room in the studio is cut off until such time as the lieutenant governor sends out a secret frequency to deactivate the emergency. Mm -hmm. I believe so, yes. In addition, there are lasers and fog in the hallways. Only the best for the Voice Actors Guild Studios red laser beams and magenta mist. Radical. So we're trapped until the lieutenant governor, Mervyn Malcolm DeMalley, blows a super secret dog whistle in all the pneumatic mm -hmm. doors come up hopping open yes. like the doors on a crypt yes. in a spooky haunted right. spider yes. strewn graveyard mm -hmm. of ghosts right. well think about it like this vincent price we are perhaps the three most safe individuals on the island nation of california right now we're in a veritable fortress we don't know what kind of emergency killed the power could have been a it could have been a vampire man chewing on the power cables well far more likely that it was an industrial accident at the la power company mm, perhaps or a nuclear strike by the soviet union yeah geez louise well at least the three of us are safe the three of us henry You've forgotten Michael McDonald! Oh. You must give it up for Michael McDonald! Damn it! Where was the last known location of this Michael McDonald? <laughs> Henry? Yeah? Where is he? Okay, I'm looking it up on my computer right now, my Commodore VIC-20. Where is he, Henry? Where's Michael McDonald? Uh, ah, got it. He's in the green room, Roy. Is he running out of air? I, uh, no. Does he got enough to eat? What, what, what was in there? Sandwiches? Not the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Oh my god, Michael McDonald is allergic to jelly! How long can he hold out? 90 minutes? Uh, I don't know. Oh, for the double Christ dual sakes? This is blood-curdling. This is outrageous. It's frightfully delicious. This is a Halloween emergency. We need to take a break, Roy. Alright, we will return after these Halloween messages. I'm Vincent Price. For over a thousand generations, mankind has been searching for a groovy remedy to the deadly jelly allergy. This medical bummer strikes the life force from a hundred men, women, and children each year on our island nation. But now there's relief, peanut butter, with no jelly sandwiches. It was so simple, the answer was staring us in our face the entire time. Why risk your life for the squishy grapes? For the squashed berries? Why ruin a perfectly good sandwich? If you must tart up your peanut butter sandwich, try a pinch of cinnamon or some common beeswax. And this year, do so avoid passing out jellies to the little goblins who are trick-or-treating. This message was brought to you by the Island Nation of California Department of Foodborne Blights. Have a happy and safe Halloween. <laughs> And we are back. Vincent, that was a very good public service announcement. Oh, why, thank you. I couldn't have said it better myself. The irony is I simply adore jelly. Folks, if you're just joining us, we were in the midst of recording a Halloween spooktacular when we lost power, plunging us into darkness. All of Los Angeles is without electricity. We've got the emergency generator going, but its power is reserved for life support systems, HVAC, tape recorders, that sort of thing. And we're trapped. Yes, Henry, thank you for reminding me that we're trapped within these walls. No problem. We do not know the nature of this emergency. There's nothing but static on the radio. And the phones are dead. Yeah. 
Someone's cut the line. Oh my god, they did? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I was, that was just a cool sounding line, Henry. I was just, uh, I was just riffing. Oh, please don't do that to me. All right, Mr. Scaredy Pants. Just cut this part out if it doesn't suit you. Mm, on second thought, it suits me, Roy. It suits me pretty good. Ah, Henry, I knew it would grow on you. Yeah, I gotta admit it. How about I give you another? Okay, great. Someone's cut the line. Could you do like a cowboy version? A little more western? All right, how does this grab your flap? <clears throat> okay. What's going on here? Oh, stand by, Vincent Price. Check this out. Which one of you no good low-down cattle thieves done cut the old west line? Is your flab grabbed? One more? I'll take another. One more, alright. We're rolling. Looks like someone cut the line. Great. How was that? That was perfect, Roy. That was the best one. Tremendousness. This is a contest you hold amongst yourselves for the purposes of... Uh... Fortune, of course. Fortune and glory. Well, now I simply have to try one of my own. Go for it, Vincent, if you think you can best me. Someone's cut the line. <laughs> yes, that was the best one, Vincent Price. You are an invaluable co-host. Roy, according to my computer, Michael McDonald is on the move. Did he bust down the door? That was two-inch thick steel. This is so odd, I can't make heads or tails of it. What's up? According to my map, he's between the walls. But that's impossible. Nothing is impossible, young man. Oh, oh good. Henry, silence, please. I need to ruminate. Okay. All right, think. Think. Does he have a key? Vincent, let Roy ruminate, okay? How could Michael McDonald leave? Completely locked green room full of jelly sandwiches, which he's allergic to. What's in there? There's a coffee table. There's a leather couch. There's some magazines. Hmm. How can a man of Michael McDonald's stature enter the space between the walls of a voice actor's guild studios in Glendale? How? How is a man like a ghost? Brewing and ruminating on this pernicious puzzle. I have it! Of course! Michael McDonald has entered into our HVAC system. He's climbed into a vent! That's the only explanation that makes sense to me. Is the ruminating over? I'm, uh, I, I'm afraid I dozed off. Yes, the ruminating is over, Vincent Price. I have determined that Michael McDonald is in our vents. Well, what are you waiting for? Start a rap rap and a tap tap tapping on it with a small metal object. Let him know where the party's at. This Phillips head screwdriver should do the job nicely. With all the rapping and tapping, he'll be able to find his way home in no time. I'll just climb up on my desk here. Michael McDonald! Michael McDonald, if you can hear the sound of my voice, crawl towards it. Crawl towards the sound of my voice, Michael McDonald. Crawl, man! Is it working? It's hard to say if he can hear us or not. Well, is there any change on that maze you've got over there on your Commodore VIC-20 screen, that uh, Michael McDonald Pac-Man game? He may be pinned down in the T-junction. I see. Henry, I have a question for you. Yeah, right. Are you trapped in your control booth, young man? Well, the the door's locked. You think you could break the glass if you had to? Let me try. Ha! Huh. Yeah, Roy, I think it's unbreakable. Well, this place is buttoned up tighter than a Chinese sleeping bag. Roy, maybe you should get off your desk. It seems dangerous. All right, young man, I'll step down off my desk. 
How's this? Wait a minute, gang. Do you hear something coming through the vents? I thought I heard a rapping and a tapping. Shh, Roy, listen, listen. Unless I am mistaken, that is the sound of Michael McDonald stuck in our HVAC system. Just as the digital computer suggested. Phew, we're rescued. Digital. Can he hear us? I don't know. Where is he? Uh, level three? Michael McDonald. Michael! Michael! Is that snoring? Oh, it sounds as if he's fallen asleep. Oh, dear. How precious. Oh, that's probably for the best. He's tuckered himself out. He's had a hard day. Nap it off, Michael. May you awaken in the wonderful embrace of freedom. I never thought I'd live to hear myself say it. Hmm? But I'm fresh out of, uh, I'm fresh out of rescue ideas. It's, uh, I don't know. It's every man for himself. How many cupcakes do we have? Three. All right. Here's how this is going to go down. Okay. Vincent Price gets a cupcake. Wonderful. Roy H. Pomeroy gets a cupcake. Right. And since Henry is locked in his control booth behind that unbreakable glass, we're going to split this third pie, uh, what are these called? Pine cakes? <laughs> yeah. These are pine cakes? Yeah, pine cake brand. Oh, pine cake brand, yes. I'm familiar with pine cake brands, Henry. Mm-hmm, we all are. Vincent Price and I will split this third cupcake since you cannot receive it through the door. You may have any snacks that you have in the control booth. Oh, great. I have Doritos. And, uh... What are we going to do about the rest of the show this episode? We don't have phone service. I don't know. We're just going to have to turn this into a clip show. Oh, come on. Turn this into a clip show, please. Do you know how much editing that is? Henry, the clips. But... Make with the clips, young man. Ted Ehlers is not going to be happy about this. Splendid. Mm-hmm. You want to do the honors, Vincent Price, of uh, introducing a clip? But I don't know what this clip is. How can I introduce it? Oh, it's just some crazy old clip, Vincent Price? Mm, very well. Here's the crazy old clip from the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast from years ago that's sure to put a tingle in your spine and make your hair go white and your skeleton start to rattle and all your pet bats will get agitated and will require expensive veterinary care. And again, Roy, we're not running out of air, are we? Vincent, we have infinite air. Oh, well, in that case, please enjoy this classic clip from a previously unaired or possibly just rare version of the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast. <laughs> Henry, did I ever tell you my Bob Dylan story? Oh, no, you have a Dylan story? No? Okay. Um, well, you might enjoy this if you're a fan of uh, music and young people. Uh, about 10 years ago, Elizabeth and I were at this uh, party in the Hollywood Hills. And uh, I'm standing around. I'm talking to these people. I don't even know them. Uh, I'm assuming they're in the industry. They look like it. Right. And uh, we're standing around the snack area. And we're having a conversation about uh, the chips we like to have with sandwiches. Chips? Right. And so I was talking about crinkle cuts, which were brand new at the time. And uh, I was talking about why I did not like them. No. And in the middle of this... Uh, this rant well I wouldn't even call it a rant I was just gen I was just generally angry about ruffled potato chips this little guy pops up right in the middle of our conversation and uh, he's wearing like a fur vest and, and all these clanking beads and what a, like a witch's hat or something and he says my favorite chips are the chips I'm stealing and he grabs the bowl and he heads for the door oh. and on, uh, on the way out of there Bob Iger pulls me aside and he said he says, uh, Roy, that was Bob Dylan. No. 
And I said, Bob Dylan, Mr. Tambourine Man from TV. And he said, that's him. No. I said, well, Bob, he stole your chips. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's so funny. Well, anyway, it was good working with you. And uh, I don't yeah. have a Vincent Price impression, but uh, if I did, it would go like this. Zenith television sets are spectacularly enormous. <laughs> <laughs> what the devil is happening? I must admit that with a good impression. Henry, Henry, Henry. Yeah. Why on earth, of all the millions of clips you could have dipped into, why did you pull that one? I just, I, I thought it would be a funny clip. Henry Francis Tottenham. Yes. You were right. Yeah? It was a very funny clip. Oh, what a relief. Thank you for that, young man. You got it. My old little sports chief man. Ah, Roy. You're my sports chief. Thanks. You're the you're the big voice man. You're the professor. This is a very, very strange episode of a Halloween special. I've seen how the sausage is made, and yet I still can't make hide nor hair of it. We have these orange pine cakes with spider ring toppings. Where's your coffin and where's your Elvira? All right, all right, all right. Calm down, Vincent Price. We're all stressed. To the max. It's 1982. It's, it's the time of stress and aerobics. Roy's right. We all have to just breathe slowly and not breathe up all the remaining air. I'm going to pretend I didn't even hear that, young man. How would you rate that Vincent Price impression, Vincent Price? You must get it all the time. Well, yes, I do. Yours was very good. A lot of people's Vincent Price impression is, to my ear anyway, it sounds a bit like this. I'm Vincent Price. And I never really stay upstairs for that long. I might go high, but then I come back down and I go low. Right, I think I captured that. Does anyone do an impression of you, Roy H. Pomeroy? Uh, yes. I, I mean, sometimes I will run into someone and they will offer me a little bit of a, a vocal mirror to gaze into, and uh, so it's not always flattering. Yes, I'm familiar with that sinking feeling. Well, one of the things that I'm sort of known for saying is righteous. Oh, yeah. And that just comes naturally to me. I'm just saying it when something is righteous. Oh, perfectly understandable. How do they say it? Oh, they'll, they'll say like, Hi, I'm Roy H. Pomeroy. Righteous. Mm -hmm. I don't say it like that. I don't, that's, right. I don't just say righteous. I understand. Something's gotta be righteous. Oh. And when I say righteous, mm -hmm. I say it like this. Let's hear it. Righteous. All this talk of impressions has made me awfully parched. Do we have anything to drink? Oh, how rude of me. Yes, we have a whole pitcher of blood. Tis the season. Henry, no blood for you. I have a yoo-hoo going. All right. Shall we toast? But of course. Here's to teamwork, gang. And to Vincent Price for being such a good sport. Here, here. Cheers. What's that crazy howling? It sounds like the hounds of hell. That, my friends, is the eerie and unmistakable sound of a pack of wild coyotes. Holy coyote! We must not panic. Remain perfectly still. I only hope they're not hungry for Michael McDonald's. Cliffhanger! You're going to have to join us next time on the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast to hear the thrilling conclusion to the Halloween Spectacular episode, all right? Sponsored by Pinecake brand Halloween Cupcakes. It's a chocolate cupcake covered with orange frosting and there's a spider ring on top. Oh my god, you love these things. 
Audio engineer service has been provided by Henry Francis Tottenham. Our editor is Ted Ehlers. Music and naps provided by Michael McDonald. Additional funding was provided by the Island Nation of California's Jelly Awareness Program. Am I getting this right, Henry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, have a spook snackular Halloween. <laughs> Roy H. Pomeroy Podcast merchandise is available at tpublic.com slash user slash ted dash s dash shirts. That's tpublic, T-E-E public, where the t-shirts are out of this world. Hello, I'm Vincent Price. For many years now, mankind and his offspring have been searching for an alternative to peanut butter and jelly. After employing the latest methods in technology, the Peter Paul Candy Company has found the alternative to peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter with no jelly. Pure, creamy peanut butter dotted with Krispies, covered with pure milk chocolate, but no jelly. I'm sure you're as pleased as I am. Thank you.